You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Hey, my friend, have you known your pet in a past life? Well, believe it or not, a lot of people have. You can check out case histories and find out more about your connections to your little fuzzballs in my book, Past Lives with Pets. Check it out and find out today. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So you know I love animals and my guest today is Lynn McKenzie and she's written a wonderful book. It's called Bark, Nay, Meow, Awaken to the Transformative Wisdom of Your Companion Animal to Activate Your Soul's Highest Calling. Lynn is living in the Sedona, Arizona area, one of my favorite places on earth. She's worked with over 100,000 clients in energy healing and animal communication and all kinds of things. Absolutely fascinating. Lynn, welcome to Healing Arts. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, I love Sedona and that whole area out there. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's it's changing, sadly. It's gotten overrun, but you know, and it's very hot right now, but it is a beautiful area and very magical and mystical. How long have you been in that area? Well, I started coming in the 90s, and I made the move in 2000, um, and I just, I've pretty much been here, 2002, sorry, and I've pretty much been here ever since. I've left for a little bit of time, um, you know, like for a summer, or I've left, you know, I left a little bit here and there, but mostly since 2002. Wow. I, I think about places that, I mean, I'm in Dallas, which, you know, we've got a good airport. That's all I can say. <laughs> but I think about places that would be fun to live. That would be definitely on the top of my list. So, yes. So I want to get into, you know, you have had an amazing career, not just in the field of animal communication, but I was just curious if you could tell us, like, how did you get into all of the things that you do? Yeah, it's really, it was a really circuitous way. I mean, I didn't even initially know about this field way back when, you know, I mean, I went to school for accounting and finance, and I worked in the insurance industry for many years. And then I got into real estate. I really loved that. 
um, I, I liked it a lot better than being hemmed in at a cubicle in an office. You know, it, was, it just felt more free, moving around, driving in my car, selling houses. And then, you know, I've always loved animals. And I think I was kind of being groomed for this career most of my life without unknowingly, you know. And um, so at one point in my real estate career, I kind of started feeling like, although it was fulfilling to some extent, it wasn't like as fulfilling as I felt I wanted to do for the rest of my, you know, to stay in for the rest of my life. So I, um, I started, I, I actually went to see a counselor who did career counseling and we did some meetings and we talked about, you know, all my options and, you know, we decided, I decided with her that yes, I did want to work towards a changing career and, you know, for lack of something better popping up, I decided to train to be a psychotherapist. And um, so anyhow, I, I ended up looking around for different trainings. I was in Toronto, Ontario, Canada at the time. And I looked around for some different trainings and I chose one that was incredibly metaphysically based at called the, the college is called the Transformational Arts College and it is in Toronto as well. And I decided to do that. And it was, um, you had to take a, a little diploma, which was like 10 courses. It wasn't that little, but you had to take these 10 courses just to get admitted to the um, it's spiritual psychotherapy training. And I took those, those courses and then I took the two-year training. And I was trying, and then during that time, we did a lot of different things. Like it, we did work with the chakras, we did psychometry, we did all kinds of body intuiting and all kinds of work. So what I found was in doing that program, I found that I was so, so excited about doing anything to do with energetics. You know, that part just really spoke to my soul. So then I proceeded to do as much as I possibly could, like take as much training as I possibly could in the field of energetics. So I was literally, and I was still in real estate through all this. I was, I was supporting myself and paying, I was the only one paying the mortgage through all this. So my real estate career allowed me the ability to do all this training. And I just trained in one thing after the other. And I think some people thought she's never going to use any of this. Why does she keep taking courses? <laughs> you know, and one day, so then I was trying to launch my practice for people, for humans, you know, and I had some clients, but it wasn't just taking off the way I wanted it to take off. And one day I heard about, I took this training called body alignment technique, which was four modules and then a vortex alignment training after that, which it was very in-depth and very sort of um, ahead of its time, let's say back in the early nineties. So through that, I met a girl who told me about an animal communication training program. And as soon as she told me, I was like, you know, give me all the info. I got to take it. And I called the girl immediately, like as soon as I could. And she was actually funny enough from Canada, but in Arizona at the time. And as soon as she came back to Ontario, I took the training with her. And then I just kept going with different trainings in that field. And I ended up morphing all the energetics work that I learned for humans to work with animals. And, um, and you know, my practice took off. The Toronto Star called me and, and asked me if they could feature an article on me. And they weren't, like, they weren't that way oriented back, back. The article came out in 2000, I think. They weren't that way oriented back then. You know, like it wasn't, yeah. you didn't read too much alternative stuff in the paper there, but they did it. And, um, 
but you know, even before that, things had started taking off. I, I started advertising in a in a um, magazine that spanned North America, and I got. I mean, this was even before websites and stuff when I started my practice. It was in the '90s. Not many people had one, and I got. I think my first client ever was in New Mexico. You know, and I just it just started building. It was word of mouth. It was you know, I don't know. People just found me and different uh, different medias i was on tv on the radio etc wow Absolutely so it really just amazing. kind of i think it came together because it was meant to come together you know oh definitely absolutely you know that's how it happened <laughs> so you were originally from toronto yes i'm, I'm wow from- i love it there too amazing oh yes yeah love it love it love it love it's it su- it's such a big city you know um I don't miss that much about it. It's a great place. I will say that it's a great place, but the traffic, like to drive around there, it's just insane now. You know, I mean, it's got, it got worse and worse and worse. And, and now when I go back, like every five years, it's almost doubled in how bad it is to drive there. You know, you need to give yourself two hours to get certain places almost, you know, it's just, but it is a wonderful place, but I'm much happier in Arizona just for me. Cause it's where I live. It's kind of a bit more rural. Oh yeah, and a lot warmer. Oh yeah, (laughs) a lot. The whole whole Southwest is having a record-breaking heat wave right now. My my flowers, just I'm looking at sliding doors out out to the left of me. My flowers are barely making it, you know, and I'm out there watering them twice a day and doing whatever I can. But it's like hot wind. It's like putting a blow dryer on your plants for about eight hours and expecting them to handle it well. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough out there right now. I hope I hope that breaks soon and y'all Monday's get some rain. Supposed, yeah, Sunday's supposed to be our last day, but no rain in sight. And we just had a fire that started last Sunday. I happened to be driving back to where I live and passed through the street right where the fire was. And it, I mean, it was unbelievable. It burned right up to so many people's lot lines and the fire people were amazing. They just stopped it dead in its tracks right 20 feet from some houses it was just unbelievable to witness that experience but scary and i'm hoping we get rain absolutely we need to all pray for rain pray for rain so so here's i i don't have as much experience with animals as you do obviously but i i wrote a book about people who connected with their pets because they knew them in past lives and things and in that book i talked about a few healing sessions that I used to do years ago with animals. And a lot of times what I was finding, Lynn, is that sometimes I feel like people really have a, a hard time communicating with animals themselves. And yet it's probably, it, it seems that they're, they just need to listen a little bit more. And I was just wondering what you think about that. Is it as difficult as we think to speak to our animals no, and really no, know what they need? No, you know, it's, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, it's, First of all, they need to believe that they can do it. You know, that's that's probably the first piece of it. And, you know, in my I have a long in-depth training and in my training. And one of the reasons it's long is because I really feel it's about spiritual growth and personal transformation for the people. Never mind learning this modality and learning how to communicate with animals all wrapped into one thing. But I always say to people so much about what you believe and even how you talk to yourself, 
you know, like some people come in and go, you know, I'm blocked and I'm blocked and they, they kind of have this story and it's so solidified in their head that I have to kind of convince them that they're not blocked and they're just in the process of having their breakthrough or whatever that I always try to get them to use the right language. But your belief system has a huge amount to do with it. So there takes, you know, it's, it's um, most people come into the program because they want to do something like this. Obviously, they're not going, I'm really skeptical, prove it to me. You know, they're like, I really want to learn this. But sometimes it takes it takes them a bit of time to get through that conditioning that they had from their whole lives. But I believe it's innate. I believe it's our birthright and that we all come in knowing how to do it in, you know, more than we would know now as adults. And then we kind of that gets pushed down and, you know, life happens and we end up in this place where we think we don't, but listening is really listening more. Actually, a woman named Sam Horn, I don't know if you've heard of her. She has the intrigue agency. She's an author of nine books. She just read my book and left me a nice review, which was wonderful. But she said to me, you know, she really saw the thread running through my book of, of listening and listening more to the animals, to life, to everything around us and how when we do, our life just becomes better and better and better. And so like learning to, to talk to the animals is kind of a metaphor for many other things. Like when, when you go through this process and come out the other end, you are different. And it's not just because you can talk to animals. It's because you've changed the whole way everything works within you. And, um, and you know, they don't always talk in words. They talk in impressions. They talk in feelings. They talk in sometimes in song or, you know, different things like that. So sometimes you see things. Sometimes you hear things. Sometimes, you know, and everyone wants to hear an animal talk the way I'm talking to you, but it doesn't always come that way. So sometimes there's some interpretation involved too. You make such a great point because I do a lot of past life regression work with people. And even after going through a private session with people, sometimes they have to believe in the journey that they've just completed and the possibilities for what they can bring out of that in terms of like future action or things that could happen. And I think that's such an important point because I've always believed that you know, that people can learn how to do these things, people can do these things, and that we can tap yeah. into the wisdom that's within each one of us to make absolutely. these positive changes in our life. And I think it's a really important point that you're bringing up there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's like, I believe we're all psychic, we're all intuitive, we all can speak to animals, we all have healing gifts of some sort, or another, you know, they, they're going to vary. Like, you know, a pianist could be healing through their music or an artist could be healing through their paintings or what, whatever. But, you know, it's, you know, I, I love that saying that God gives you your, your gift from God is, is your, you know, your gifts and your gift back to God is using your gifts, you know, or whatever, whatever you can, anybody who, whatever your religion is, you can insert whatever it is for God, if that's not your religion, but it's kind of like you get these, you're, you're, they're planted within you, you know, and, and you have, you can bring them out and make them bloom. And, um, and that's sort of what this process is. I, I call it a, a path of mastery of the soul. Absolutely. So we're mastering our soul's gifts and our, you know, our divine gifts, whatever you want to call them that we came in with our, I, I call it our soul's divine mission or, you know, the highest expression of our soul in this 
embodiment, you know, and we're just kind of bringing that forth. And those who are called and are interested are meant to do it. You know, you don't get that strong desire, that calling if you're not meant to do that. No, I, I definitely agree with that. So tell, you know, what are the things that our animals want to communicate? Like what categories of information are they really wanting to convey? Like I've always thought it was, isn't it just like food or they need comfort or things like that? Or is it more cerebral than that? You know, um, it's, it's, there's all different varieties of what they want to communicate. You know, um, when I first started my practice, I didn't have a goal in mind as to where my practice would lead me. You know what I mean? When I, I started in the very early 90s. And I didn't have a goal in mind of what I wanted to focus on, but there is niches within this field, you know, and without me trying, you know, I did a lot of, for a while there, I was doing a lot of um, medical intuition and healing work many, many years ago. And then it kind of morphed into somehow without me even trying, I, I got involved with the death and dying process and afterlife communication. Mm. And, and it just came to pass like I never could have guessed that that's what if someone had asked me where my career would go but just the people that were drawn to me and the where my my expertise and forte seemed to lie was in that so I did a lot of work with people with that and of course we didn't just say I only did that I mean they could book a session with me and ask anything of their animal but but you know through the course of my career it kind of morphed into really awake like the animals help like through me and through all of my trainings and all of my offerings it's about really connect it's really about your personal transformation your spiritual growth your awakening and embodying your own gifts through the animals so it's like i i call the animals keepers of our soul's divine mission so it's like they have our blueprints and if we can't see it we can learn it through them you know and for those who 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 are attracted to that. I mean, I'm sure there's other ways for people to learn their blueprint, but this is the focus of, of my work. And, you know, so I don't do as much of, you know, like, you know, Fifi wants a blue ball and a pink toddler, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or prefers chicken over beef or whatever, you know, I mean, I teach people how to do all that and my systems kind of cover all that, but I'm really, my, my work, I, I'm going to say it's deeper. I mean, people might think otherwise but I feel like it go, the work that I am here to do and my mission is at least now is to go a lot deeper than that and help people have these profound transformations and breakthroughs and really get to the because animals have they like honestly I believe they're a lot they have more access to to their wisdom than we do in many cases oh, and this definitely. is on a soul level right so, you, know, you know your Doberman might still you know Eat, eat a sock or <laughs> break into your garbage or whatever you know they don't you know they still have their playful human or dog side or cat side or whatever yeah I, th I think don't you think there's some aspect because they are they're just so pure and that they really are teaching us about how to love and how to really exist properly in the physical world yeah they taught they teach us about you know uh, all, oneness of all, you know, we're all one, whatever we're doing to others, we're doing to ourselves and vice versa. You know, they teach us about unconditional love. They teach us about surrender. Animals don't, uh, they don't get involved with stories like humans tend to 
hold a story so much that sometimes they can't get, they can't release another issue of their life because if they did the story would be gone and they want that story so badly you know and yes. animals they don't even have those stories they just you know that's why it's easier the healing can sometimes be easier for them they can shift a lot easier than a human like i i would say when I'm doing a session with an animal, I might accomplish six to 10 times more than I would if I was doing the same session with a human. Just oh, absolutely. They think, they're not like, they don't go, wait, well, if I get rid of that, then I'm not, I'm going to have to go to work 40 hours a week because I'm not on disability anymore or whatever. You know, I'm not saying that everybody on disability can heal or anything like that, but you know, you get the idea. It's like animals just kind of are pure positive energy waiting for the cues. <laughs> to to release or whatever yeah um i'll ask a question that i was asked recently in an interview why do you think you know the animals are such an important part of our lives and yet their lifespan is so much shorter than ours so what purpose does that serve you know i you know and some of them are and some of them aren't you know if you pick a well that's tortoise you know that or if we have a macaw or something yeah yeah so um so the you know i truly believe that they're here to teach us about the circle of life i mean they're they're here to help us learn what we need to learn anyways to exist okay in this life because i mean there's birth and there's death and there's rebirth and you know in my belief system and right. it's like we need to know how to navigate that we need to learn and the other thing is you know, they also help to teach us how to connect with the other side. Because when they go, many of us who have that stronger urge to know more, learn to connect with them or have sessions with someone who can. And, you know, I think that's why my practice was ended up being so much about that connecting with those on the other side. And I've had some animals on the other side give profound information to people in the direction of their lives their relationships their careers their businesses you name it their finances um because they had they are connected and and through you know through communicating with animals that are on the other side oftentimes relatives pop in you know it's like once you open that door there's you know i've seen some mediums say that once i open this door there's 500 people in line behind them yeah who are all these people <laughs> When I talk to animals, so many times they'll they'll tell me they're with them, you know, an elderly gentleman or a gentleman who is elderly when he passed. I mean, once the soul is in spirit form, it's like they're renewed. They're not they're not old and decrepit like they might be here. But I truly believe that they're here for a real mission and, and not just the circle of life, but connecting with that, connecting with those on the other side, because I don't think that's it's not that far out there. Some people probably are listening. Maybe if I don't know, your readers are probably more aware, listeners are more open-minded, but you know, some people might listen to this and go, you're nuts. But really, truly the animals are here to help us learn that. And, and it's, it's a, it's something we're all meant to do if we want to. Yeah. You, there, you made a lot of good points. I guess that's kind of what I said to the people was where yeah. else are we going to learn you know, how to deal with the grieving process. You know how like when you lose your pet, sometimes it's very easy to go, I'll never love again. I can't yes. possibly have this heartache again. And yet hopefully you go get back on the bandwagon and you go because animals need our help. And so every time you open yourself to loving again, you're le learning about unconditional love. You're learning about letting go, 
and like you said, yeah, they can be there in spirit form. I mean, I think all of those things are great. Yeah, um, there's, there's so much. There's so much that they have to teach us. Like, you know, I broke my book up into, t- into six sections, animals as partners, teachers, healers, guides, catalysts, and bridges. And I mean, I just put three or four stories in each section. But, you know, there's other roles they play, but those were the six major roles I choose for, chose for this book. And they're probably the most prominent roles they play. And, you know, they are, they partner with us and they, but they come to us for a much deeper reason. And even the people who aren't aware of it are receiving a lot of that, even if they don't ever want to open their minds and hearts to anything being a little more in depth than that. But, but the thing I will say is no matter, no matter whether someone is a believer in any of this or not, there are their hearts are so profoundly impacted by their animals that it's like, how could it not be? And I think it starts to, it's like chipping away at their armor maybe because everybody knows that relationship is so hugely important and sacred and, and, you know, that kind of a thing that um, it can't just be, it's not like, you know, it's not like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it's so, it's so deep. And everybody knows that in their hearts, you know? Absolutely. I mean, there is no greater love. Who else is going to love us, you know, when we're acting like an idiot other than our pet? (laughs) Unconditional love, no matter what, acceptance, surrender, the whole bit. wonderful it's wonderful the other thing you brought up that's so i i can't imagine that wouldn't happen all the time is so um such a great point is that i'm sure a lot of the people you train like you said they open the door and go omg who are all these people and now they're going to need to become regular mediums who talk to all kinds of people does this happen a lot or, or rarely or you know it it happens for sure i mean everybody everybody has their own niche i really noticed that and some people, you know, some people who look, one girl came to my training and she lived in the Southeast. I'll just, I won't say where or anything, but she was, she was in a very, in an area that was very sheltered from spirituality and anything, you know, unique that had to do with, like she, she didn't, hadn't heard of chakras. And I, I you know, there's not many people left in this world who haven't heard of chakras, you know what I mean? Because right. they've been around forever. There's yoga, whatever. Um, and she came into the training in the, from that point of view, but she knew it was for her and she felt a burning desire. And, you know, by the time she ended up coming out the other end of the training, she was like channeling these deep, profound spiritual messages for people. So, you know, and then I have other people who might really like, there's a very big healing component in my training. So they might really focus on the healing. Some of them might come in. I have many veterinarians come in. Some of them come in just to learn this additional modality um, because there is a, there is a, I call it my, my trademark name is animal energy and there's an animal energy healing system. There's a modality that they learn, but Um, so they may use it in their veterinary practice, but yes, there are some who end up doing, you know, 100% afterlife and it's more mediumistic work. There's, there's, there's really like notches, you know, some, some people are dog trainers or maybe groomers or, um, that kind of thing, um, or, you know, working in a, working in rescue. So, so people kind of end up coming out the other end, doing all sorts of different things, depending on what it is that, 
that they are really meant to do. And if they follow like the breadcrumbs and use their guidance and intuition, they will find their way to what it is that they are here to, they're meant to do. So I forgot to turn my phone off. I'll do that right now. Oh, that's all right. Hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's a good point because I, yeah, I totally agree that everyone's going to resonate with what their soul is meant to do. And you go, like you said, it's like, it is, it's like following breadcrumbs. You're getting, you need to take this class. You need to read this book. You need to read the, you yeah. need to meet someone and then it unfolds. Um, I think it's hard, you know, for people to really find what their purpose is, but I think it, it is, like you said, it's just through trial and error, trying this, trying that. And then you finally go, oh, wow, something's clicking like it did for you with the animals. Then yeah. you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I've got a, um, I don't, I don't think I've told friends and listeners, but I've got a new book coming out next year on the Akashic records. Oh, cool. And in it, I'm talking about, um, like there's doorways that we can go through to get different information, but not everyone is going to become the next Nostradamus because that information wouldn't even be available to everyone, you know, unless that's what you're meant to do. I, I still think that what you're meant to do gravitates to you magnetically, as long as you're at least taking action and going out and doing the seeking and the questing and learning. What yeah. do you think of that? Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because, you know, um, when I say that the animals are the keepers of our soul's divine mission and they, you know, know and see our blueprint, I have a section in my um, level two training that is about basically animals accessing, you know, accessing your Akashic records through the animals, basically. Wow. And um, it's, it's, it's really interesting because, I mean, of course, that's not the only way they can be accessed, but for people who are already drawn to that, it's a, it's a stepping stone for them and an easier way maybe for them to access them than through other means or methods. Yeah, I think so, it's because the animal could be such a wonderful guide to people yeah. that you feel so comfortable with your animal. I mean, yeah. it, it's a, it sounds like a really good venue to yeah. access that through. Yeah, it's interesting how, how many things kind of come together when you really do connect in with the animals it's it's so much more than almost anybody can imagine who hasn't really done it themselves yet and taken Absolutely. it as far as it can go for them so tell us about um where where can we get a hold of you where we, can we find these classes what yes. is your website so my website is lynnmckenzie.com and that's l-y-n-n and then M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E or Z-I-E for the Canadians.com. And um, there, there's, there's actually a free training tab, um, which is over in the right-hand corner. And you, they can get a free training there. Um, they can get a free webinar um, through my website. Um, my flagship program is called the Animal Energy Certification Training Program. And um, there, you can get, you know, there's a page for that and there's a webinar that introduces it and that kind of thing. So that's, and I have a blog and I, you know, on social media, I do, um, my, my actual social media page on Facebook is animal alchemy. Ooh. Um, it, yeah, it's, I just had some issues with my animal energy page. I still have it, but my, most of my stuff is on animal alchemy. And there might be other pages with the same name, but mine's got about 70,000 followers. So usually it pops up first or you'll at least see that it's not the one with like, you know, 24 followers. <laughs> so they'll know. But, um, but there's lots of good information. Like I post um, links to videos, articles, um, just 
interesting memes, quotes from my book, things like that. And um, that's sort of the best way. I do have Instagram and Twitter. They're all, you can find them all through my website, I think, because I don't have all the handles on my out of, out of my head. I, people post for me, so I'm not that technologically savvy sometimes. Sounds fantastic. We also have YouTube. YouTube. Yes, it's our new way. Yeah. So what message do you want to leave with the viewers and listeners about getting in touch with their animals and the importance of that or any other final thoughts you'd like you to know, give us? The most important thing for um, listeners is to really, you know, go with your heart. If you feel drawn to the animals and drawn to learning more, there's a reason for it. And literally my life went from I always say it was like it went from black and white to technicolor there was there was a magic that happened for me in my life that literally was the most profound life-changing thing ever and I believe that that opportunity you know um, that opportunity is available for anyone so if you're really drawn to wanting to know more about the animals even how to help them how to do more for them how to learn how to tune in with them how to you know grow your own you know self through you through the animals then follow that breadcrumb because um the your your life would just be so magical like it's like it's like I looked out on barren lands and then I looked out on jeweled lands that are glistening and gleaming and, you know, it's just, it's just a whole wonderful thing. And it's part of our, um, our part of our spiritual growth, part of our personal transformation. And one of the reasons I think we were put on this earth, you know, especially. Absolutely. It is a beautiful book, everyone. It's Bark Meow. Pick up a copy. We will have the links. Check this out wonderful i like the picture too i love it it's just got a beautiful energy of beautiful little animals and people oh i love it lynn you're a joy and i wish you continued success and happiness thank you for what you're doing to help people connect thank to themselves so through the animals it's important and i cannot wait to hear what you're going to be doing next thank you so much it was such a pleasure to be with you today and um yeah i'll be doing new things for sure <laughs> I've got a few things up my sleeve. <laughs> All right. All right, friends, we've done it again. Another episode of Healing Arts, and we will see you next time. So check out Lynn's book, and I'll see you soon. Namaste. Namaste, everybody. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at pastlifelady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past healing spontaneous past life memories so earlier in the 2000s i wrote a book series which i have discussed on the healing arts podcast about a phenomenon i call supretravi spontaneous past life memories this is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture thought or feeling about something that happened to us in the past 
This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. Hey friends, it's Dr. Shelley. If you are experiencing anxiety, depression, or trauma, check out my book, Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories. This is a book filled with amazing case histories of clients who have successfully healed their anxiety and trauma, and it has a lot of guided journeys in it designed to help you get through these challenging times. Click on my website at pastlifelady.com, follow the book links, and check out Meet Your Karma, The Healing Power of Past Life Memories today.